Hello, everybody. Here we go for another first impression BJJ. I'm going to have us guess one of my students called Robert Batcher. And um, I want him to introduce a little bit of himself first. All right. Uh, for the introduction, I've been doing uh, BJJ under Coach Elvin and Nettison for about a year now. Um, aside from that, uh, recent engineering grads as well. I hold a black belt in judo. Yes, yes, uh, uh, Bobby. So it's his name is Robert, right? We call him Bobby. His nickname on the gym is Bobista. <laughs> Mr. Gracie. Exactly, Bobista Gracie. Bobby. Bobby's already. Uh, uh, when we when I met Bobby, he actually was already a, a judo black belt, and that was like amazing, you know, because it's great to see that people already do martial arts. We're not looking only to people. That uh, you know, we're looking for people that has any kind of uh, background, but it's nice to 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 meet somebody that has already uh, like a martial arts background uh, background and is a black belt on something else. So Bobby's a black belt on judo. How long did you do judo, uh, Bobby? No, how long you you didn't do? No, how long you've been doing it? Uh, I practiced judo, so I stopped a couple years back, but total about 12, 12 years. Wow, twelve years, yeah. And how, how, how was it like since the beginning? How is the, you know, the feeling? Uh, for judo or judo? Yeah, for judo, judo. yes. Uh, well, I started fairly young. So I was about 10 years old when I started. I uh, started at a, at a club called Kaizen Judo up okay. in uh, just on the outskirts of Kitchener towards Waterloo. Uh, I was there for well, all 12 years. Uh, I got my black belts in 2013. 2013, wow. Yeah, so eight, eight years in, and then another four years as a black belt train. Okay. Lately, lately you haven't been training like judo, right? No, no. The, uh, the club itself actually uh, closed down back in 2018, I believe. Oh, wow. So since then, you've you never been in another like judo? Club? Not at all. Oh, okay. Oh. And, and jiu-jitsu. So... First, how how was the like? Did you do judo and jujitsu, or you like did judo and then you you bored, you didn't do anything else, and then you start doing jujitsu? How was it? Yeah, so it's a bit of a long journey to be honest. Um, did you uh, did judo up until about 2015? I got a uh, fairly bad concussion, actually, believe it or not. Oh, um, I get concussion. Yeah, had a pretty bad concussion. Dealt with. Uh, post-concussion symptoms for a couple of years after that. Then I got into BJJ up at a different club. Um, very familiar, but still different. Okay. It, it's, it's an interesting feeling. It's so familiar, but it's, it's different in the fact that I'm starting from, you know, the very bottom again, being the, yes. being the underdog. Yeah, I get it. I got to say, it's been incredibly humbling. <laughs> but... But it, it was that like is that weird weird like weird feeling from wearing the white belt again? That's what you mean? A little bit, yeah. Um, on one hand, it was humbling, but it really opened my eyes. It's like there's there's a lot more to you know jujitsu than just yeah, it's groundwork. No, there's a lot lot more to it. Yeah, and that was what really opened my eyes and got me into the sport more and more. When you, when you like doing, um, when you were doing like the, the judo training and stuff, uh, 
there is not much ground, of course, right? Jiu-Jitsu, it's uh, judo, it's a lot more like, you know, uh, uh, takedowns and stuff. I know there's some groundwork because, you know, I have seen that, but it can't compare, right? Yeah, it's the best description is it's a totally different sport when you think about it. The groundwork is like a totally different rule set and totally different, like, uh, mindset, atmosphere, everything. Really? So, Even the mindset? Yeah. Actually, uh, sports judo, when you get to the ground, you've only got about 15 to 20 seconds to, you know, either get a pin or a hold down or a submission. Uh -huh. Then you get stood up. 15 seconds. 15 seconds. So from my experience, and I guess this has been common from, you know, a lot of my friends that have gone into BGJ, they come off as the, like, really hyper-aggressive, like, fighter to begin with because they've got that do-or-die mindset. It's like you have to have to progress really really fast yes uh-huh and it just isn't the case of how how jujitsu you know really works okay yeah no it makes sense it's it's it but at, at first i kind of thought it would be well i know it's very different but somehow we we have some similarities right like we have some techniques that's very common and stuff it's just the rules right because i would say after takedown you could control and do whatever you want. Even in on judo, I would say during training, it's even better because on whenever you go for the tournaments, you have those 15 seconds. Like it's mandatory, right? They see right away, they go to the ground 15 seconds. If not happen, both stand up and go again, right? Yeah. And it's something like that. Yeah. Um, the difference being that in judo, like if you throw the person cleanly, you can actually win the entire match just off of the throw. Exactly. So it's it's almost like it's optional. I want to say that's maybe not the right word, but it's it's there, but it's not the end game. Yeah, I get it. On on jujitsu, that, that that never happens, right? Out of a takedown, you not not gonna win a like the fight. Or if you have a combination, like very very sleek combination, that you're gonna take somebody down and and right away submit an armbar or, or I don't know, like get some type of, of choke or, or anything. It, you gotta be like very, have your mindset straight for that. I'm gonna, you know, have everything set up here. I'm gonna make it happen. Not like judo. Judo, if you, how do you call that? Ipon, right? You, whenever you take the guys down and you Ipon. Yeah, you, if you throw the person for Ipon, you win the match. Win the match. So how, how many, what's the point system? It's like Ipon. Vasari. Yeah. Um... It's changed in recent years. And again, I'm not 100% up to date with it. I believe the current system is they have Wazari, which is a half point. Wazari, okay. Yeah. So two Wazaris equals Epon, and you win the match off that. Yeah. So probably you would take the person out twice on the side so then you could reach the full, the full. Yeah point yeah, that's pretty good like jiu-jitsu is very different right you have like the point for passing back control mount control uh, uh, uh sweep neon belly it's very very different plus we reach the or either win through points like judo too you can win through points or either win through submissions right and mostly like jiu-jitsu happens the submissions not at the high highest level because you see a lot of guys winning just through by one advantage or two points they're so close in, in, in a, such a level that it's very hard, right? But so how was your how was your uh, first experience like with jujitsu? How did you decide to, you know what, I'm gonna 
just take a challenge and go do jujitsu? How was it? Um, truth be told, I got first introduced by uh, I first got introduced by the sport by Danish Nguyen. Okay. Uh, he had actually taught BJJ at uh, Kaizen for a period of time, and that was my first real introduction to it. And it was eye-opening because going under that rule set, he came in and absolutely, you know, creamed everybody in the club. So it was, He's it was eye-opening. Beast. It's like, where did this guy get this good at Nawaza? So that was the first thing. And so it got, the seed was planted in my mind with that. And then after, to make a long story short, when I was, you know, really think about my career in judo, after the concussion, I got in, I got uh, signed up at a BJJ club locally and I got my first introduction to us. And I got to say, I was absolutely humbled by, you know, how much was really missing from my ground game. Uh-huh. There had been people there who have been maybe two, three months and, you know, I, I got, uh, I got beaten pretty bad. You think you think you're like frustrated because you you had that mind like that mindset like oh I'm a black belt on judo this thing might be a little bit easier for me because I already have a, a martial art background. I I had the mindset that yeah I could probably pick this up a little bit quicker but I, I wouldn't say I get discredited by who I'd be fighting with like that was uh-huh. the number one thing I've always tried to stay humble with that but it was really eye opening to see you know, how good people were on the grounds just after that short amount of training. Yes, I understand. And uh, so how was your, how was your first day? You, you, how did, okay. How did you decide you had, oh, I'm going to train jujitsu. And then you say, okay, I'm going to search. You found a gym and then you went there. Yeah. So it's a little bit complicated. I was in school. So I just graduated college and I was going during the summer semesters while I was on Uh huh. I did that twice for two summers. Never was able to commit to it until I got to uh, January 2020. I had gotten kind of fed up, you know, working out and thinking, okay, I'm going to get myself in shape and ready. So I'm able to go to jujitsu, you know, once I'm graduated. Yeah. And it really dawned upon me and I'm like, why am I just getting in shape for jujitsu when I could just go do jujitsu? Exactly. Yeah. And at the time I was living in Cambridge, I uh, looked up Cambridge BJJ, uh-huh. came out, tried it, you know, love, love the gym, the team and been there ever since. Awesome. How, so going back to your first day, when you did your first day that you saw like, yes. you know, you realized that people that never trained just had like three months of training and didn't have any background and you saw like how much they could do it you what did you have any any thought like man this is it i'm gonna learn this and i want to be good at it what was your first thoughts about it like your first what was your first impression about the about bjj my first impression i i'm not entirely sure what i was going to expect with that because i had been introduced before to how much there's really missing from a judo ground game. And then seeing it at the club level and just training with other white belts at the time, that skill gap that I had seen from judo to BJJ was, it was so much more. And it was another avenue, another challenge. For me. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure yeah. it's different, right? Even though 
it's still a martial art. It's still jujitsu has like a lot of, of the background from judo. When it comes to the action, it's very different, right? Yeah. So you go by the textbook definition, judo, BJJ. Yeah, there's similarities, but in sport and actual practice, it's totally different. Uh-huh. So you went there for the first class. You had the first class. And um, do you remember what happened in the first class? Um, I had talked to the coach a little bit. I explained my background and he basically, you know, gave me the okay. It's like, yeah, you know, if you're comfortable, go roll with the other students, you know, go, go through the whole class. I didn't need to do like a you know, trial class or uh-huh. like a, like an introduction or anything you like feel that. Good? Just, like, did you feel good doing this? Like going straight to class? Yeah, I felt comfortable doing that comfortable yeah. yeah okay so you you it's pretty much, okay talking to you i see that it's, it's like you you were already like a little bit confident right like for the class because you come from a background that you have already yeah and, it, and I, i was comfortable going into it yeah so you did roll the first day too yep got your ass beat or beat somebody ass what happened um it was a combination of both honestly and it didn't dawn on me until way later on the first guy kicked my butt he was uh he was a white belt i have no idea what his name was to be honest and uh-huh. absolutely kicked my butt and then i rolled with a blue belt uh a blue belt at the club there i actually armbarred in my first class with a blue belt with a blue belt yeah <laughs> but it didn't dawn upon me on you know what i was missing out of the training because i immediately I got past, I somehow got past his guard and went for like a, um, I, I got a hold down on him and I just went for the signature like judo arm bar where you're, you've got the uh, kesekatami and then just straightening the arm with your legs. Yeah. So I got that on him and I'm thinking, okay. So the mindset didn't dawn on me until later that he was really letting me so he can work on his guard. And that was something I didn't really fully comprehend until you know i was much much further into my uh, uh career i get it so you went there you had a couple roles right away after the first day what did you think am i coming back what what is that yeah i i went back and i thought it's not judo but at the same time i i already could tell that i was going to love this sport uh-huh. and that's been true to me since then Uh, different life opportunities and different challenges I had personally uh, led me to go on and off for a couple of years. Uh-huh. But once I fully committed to a sport at Cambridge BGGA, you know, I, I knew right from the get-go, it's like, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Like, like you mentioned, since you came back, since you came to, you know, like Cambridge BJJ, where my head instructor, I, I met you and then you told me, we talk a little bit where you told me, oh, I'm a black belt, blah, blah, blah. And then we went off. I roll, I think, can't really remember the first time we rolled, but I remember that when we did it, I was like, okay, this guy has something else. Maybe because of his background of judo, maybe this is the time that he's been training, but it was very different from all the white belts, you know, like, There's a couple of people, there's a couple of guys that I can really mention that, like you, Matt Drost, you know Matt, right? Um, uh, Mike Cão, Kevin. So some guys, 
right off the first class, even though all of those guys, they didn't have any martial arts, like a, a background, they had good reactions, you know? So you, you, we can see that right away. Like whenever somebody kind of have it, good reactions, you say like, oh, this guy here, you know, will do good. Some people, oh, one guy that I was really surprised too was like um, Guy, you know, Guy. Yeah. Man, Guy, it's like, he came to the gym and start training and only got his, like his ass beat by his dad because his dad was like much more taller than him and stuff. But then when I start to kind of, you know, oh, train with this guy here, training with the other guy. And then I saw him developing his game and stuff. I was like, wow, this is, you know, very different. And you don't ever, you don't expect that from a, a beginner, right? Yeah. Some people walk into it with a competitive mindset. With some, it takes a little bit longer to develop that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, again, from people with martial arts, I can only speak for myself, but going into it, I know kind of like, how do I describe it? Kind of what feels natural, like the natural progressions of moves and stuff. Yeah, yeah. When uh, when you met, when Dinus, you when you mentioned that Dinus went to the gym, was that gym a, a judo gym or a jiu-jitsu gym? It was a judo gym. Oh, yeah. so he got he beat everybody with judo, right? Yeah, so I, he's kind of the uh, outlier too because he's also really good at judo as well. Yes. <laughs> so it was every avenue you can think of. He uh, he threw everybody, and then he basically killed everybody on the ground too. Did you and, know at the at the time? Did you know that he already used to train jujitsu or not? Uh, that he used to train jujitsu. Yeah. No, I, I didn't know him until he came to train at Kaizen. So I knew he had a black belt. He introduced himself. Uh, he was a brown belt in BGJ when he, uh, when he was there. So I wasn't 100% sure, you know, what the BGJ meant. Uh -huh. I just, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, this guy is probably going to be really good. Yeah. And then, sure enough, he was <laughs> really good at everything. What, what belt were you when he came, to, came by the gym? In judo, uh, I was a black belt. Oh, you're already black belt. Okay. Yeah. So okay, he came in 2014, 15, something like that. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 those days I already met him. Like, I, I know Dinus for a long time since, you know, I competed a lot too. So I used to see him competing, refereeing, doing, you know, uh, a lot of stuff around, around the, uh, like the competition scene in, in Ontario. Hopefully one day I'll get him to be in the first impression BJJ too. Let's see, Dinus, oh, I'm calling you out. That would be a good time. <laughs> oh, definitely. Great experience. Great guy to talk. So you went to the gym, you did your, your you know, first classes. And then when was the time that you kind of got that click on, on the head and say, you know what, like jujitsu, I like jujitsu. I already know kind of to dominate people. I got some submissions. When was that time? Um, I think there was two occurrences one i knew probably after my first class maybe the second class that yeah i i want to do jujitsu uh-huh and then i think it was maybe a couple of classes after i really confirmed it's like yeah this is a great gym i like the team here because you know it's one thing to have awesome instruction you gotta have a good you know supporting team with you exactly exactly this is a big part of it right if you you miss the instructional and people can teach properly how your students going to get to, to understand stuff, right? You gotta, you gotta go through everything. I hope, uh, I hope, uh, 
we can always evolve and get better on that, you know, on, on Cambridge BJJ. So we can be ours exceeding like people expectation. And that's, that's the best, right? Whenever you can go there, teach, explain well, and, and make people understand better. That's the whole point of instructor. So uh, did, did you do any tournament as a, as a white belt in jiu-jitsu? Um, yeah, I did one. Um, GTA Classic back in 2016. Okay. Um, it went as you would expect. Uh, I was throwing people around, and then I made a silly mistake. After I threw the guy, I ended up losing my second match to a triangle choke. Okay, there you go. Triangles. Love triangles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a... Uh, I wish I had the video handy. But that was <laughs> that was an eye-opener. It's like, yeah, I... I, I want to get better at this sport. I know I can do it. Uh-huh. And there's the avenue for it. For like as a regular as a regular person talking, you know, without martial art or anything, how judo and jiu-jitsu help you with your personal life? There was any change? I'm sure there was a lot of change, right? But how can you explain that? What gave you like what changed for you? Yeah, um, I want to say uh, two different aspects of it. When I was a kid, judo and I guess jujitsu would be doing the exact same, but judo brought structure to my life. It regimented me into, you know, the best version I could be of myself. And it was through, you know, the determination of being able to say, yeah, I worked my thought off to do what I want to accomplish. As a kid, it was, um, it really helped me because I, it really opened my eyes to, yeah, working hard can bring the results I want. Uh -huh. As an adult, it helps me regulate too. It's, uh, it's kept me humble. So we see everybody from every different uh, aspect of life, from young to old to professional to, you know, amateur everybody comes in with the same, you know, mindsets and same kind of respect. It doesn't matter who you are off the mat. When you're on the mat, you look at everybody the exact same. same you're all in there with the same goal. Exactly. Exactly. This, this is a, a very, like you said, like a, a humble feeling that goes through everyone. It's not only you or me. I, be, I believe that everyone on the step of the mat is like, uh, uh, ego off right it's right away the first thing yeah. that you do and um and and harms you you like you go train maybe let's say it's your first day your second day you are a huge guy let's say you're a 200 220 guy like uh, pounds and you go roll with a guy that's 140 150 and this guy just go there and boom whoop your ass you know and you're like what or maybe not even doesn't need to be a bigger guy against a small guy, just two small guys. You know, you believe like a guy like you, you know, a lot of judo. And then you go to a jujitsu gym and you think, okay, I'm a black belt of judo. I think I'm going to kick some ass. And then you see a white belt, four stripes, one year training. Let's say a regular dude, you know, goes there. It's going to control you and do everything. And what do you think? You're going to be like, hell. Yeah. Not nothing of whatever I I had in in my pocket worked. What I'm gonna do, right? 
So I believe this, this was one of the feeling that motivates you to keep like training and, 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 and keep going because like you said, you, 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 there was so much more in the ground game that you didn't know. And that together with your judo, I'm sure it's going to be a great combination. And I already seen it. We already trained together a lot of times and I'm seeing that. I'm scared of Bobista whenever we go standing up. I'm like, oh, oh, no way, pulling guard right away. Not going to fight this guy here. And I think I, I already told you this many times. Like, you know what? I want to I wanna train judo. I want to learn some stuff. But I still have... I've just become a black belt, right? It's not a long time that I have my black belt, but coming back and putting a white belt on your waist is just like, mm. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to happen. It's, but... uh, it's, uh, it's an experience. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's a challenging moment or not? Tell me. Yeah. It really, it really shows you, you know, who you are <laughs> and how you want to be humble about, you know, <laughs> because ultimately it comes down to, we're only really as good as the people we surround ourselves with. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the nice thing about jujitsu. It's like, yeah, you know, I can kick ass, but you know, you're part of a team where everybody has a same goal of just getting better. Nobody's exactly. out there to bring you down. I mean, exactly. they want to they do their best. You know, even when I mean, they want to, they don't want to bring you down. They want to become better with you. With you. Exactly. As a training partner, right? As it's not, I, I, I agree with that. I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't care about it. Just like, you know, F it and, and keep training. And I'm just here to kick your ass or whatever. But this is the common sense. And I think this is, would be the best idea. And, and if you're training, you have a training partner. Everyone wants, if you're there and you see people around you, I believe people has the same goal, right? Keep improving, learn and uh, like learn how to defend yourself i would say this is one of the most uh, um reason that people go after jiu-jitsu right some people go for the sport some people go for this and that but i would say self-defense is the biggest reason that people goes after jiu-jitsu i would say not your case not my case but this is the most you know that people uh, uh, oh i'm gonna do jiu-jitsu why because then i want to learn how to defend myself or to prevent something to happen to myself did you had any any feelings like that in judo when you when you start doing it like i know you were a kid but what what was the reason that you started doing judo um well to be totally honest i was i was 10 years old i had started with a good friend of mine uh who again i still actually hang out and see you know to this day we started as kids. Uh, we grew up a little bit. We were in judo for, I think, about two years until he teetered off into other activities. Uh-huh. And the thing was, I wanted to keep progressing because I felt, you know, I felt good about going on the mats, regardless of how shitty my day was uh-huh. you know, at school and, you know, the drama of being a 12-year-old at some point. Yeah. It, it brought structure and it felt like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually accomplishing something good here. And one thing led to another. Eight years later, here I am. I got my belt on helping out with the, you know, the next generation of kids coming up. Exactly. And then moving forward on that jujitsu with a whole nother story, a whole nother chapter in my life. Yes. And I, I kind of feel like a kid again, honestly. <laughs> by, by starting off with jujitsu like starting off with the white belt well you're not yeah. a white belt anymore but not, not anymore but yeah yeah that was 
I think that's a good way to put it. I, I kind of felt like a kid again. Uh huh. I wasn't the, you know, big fish in the pond store, you know, top cheese at that point. I was starting at the very bottom looking up to people who have done it for, you know, longer than me. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. And seeing that again, it's like, yeah, follow other people's examples that are said to me and just continue to get better with everybody else. Sounds good. Yeah, I, I understand that. It's I I, I felt like, you know, the, the, the thing that you just said, like follow some people that have been doing longer than you and you're going to get there, right? It's not everybody that you should be a, a good um, example because people are different, right? You're going to look for the guys that actually gives you a good example or, or inspire you, you know? My example, when I, when I started doing jiu-jitsu, I started learning with some Canadians, you know, and they gave the best to teach me. I was doing really good. And then I met my first, like, coach, my first Brazilian coach, Professor Tiago Sorriso. He's a great person, very good friend. We, we, I trained under him for almost two years, if I'm not, if I'm not wrong. He gave me my blue belt and um, he was a great friend, you know, and I always look up to him like, man, this guy, one day I can, I can be just like him, like instructor, I can go to a gym. And he was the guy who fired that up on me, you know, like, man, you, you can train, you can become a, a, a jiu-jitsu instructor, you can, you can run a gym or whatever. And then I, at the beginning, I didn't have that mindset, like, oh, I'm going to be a, a black belt and, and teach. But when I met him, he started to go through with me and say, you know, you could do this, you could do that. Unfortunately, he had to, to go back home, you know, because some uh, politics situation that happened. And then he put me in contact with George Brito. That was when my life started like kind of changing, you know, I went from a small gym to a bigger gym and I met George where a guy that was already like accomplished in Ontario, you know, in Canada, running tournaments, running the probably one of the biggest gym in Canada and in a place that a lot of people wants to be already, you know, and then I met the guy, I didn't know anything about him. We took a couple months, a few months to know each other. And then I finally was like, okay, so now that's the guy that I got to look for, you know, one guy that I got to look up and, and learn from him and see the path that he's doing. I don't want to go and make the mistakes that he did. I can always, you know, be looking up to a guy already and don't do the same mistake that he did. So George Brito was one of Tiago Sorriso and George Brito. Those two guys were like the main reason, the main reason that I am like at Cambridge BJJ now, you know, making this happening. And just like you said, you got to look for the guys that can bring something to you. You're not going to look, you go to a gym and you say, I'm going to look for that guy that always do shit. You know, there is those guys there. You see that, but you should look for the good. How can I say that? Like the good uh, example, right? Look for the good example and try to follow that. Yeah. During, during your, your um, like journey on white belt, was, what was like the most difficult times? What was like that you thought, man, this is hard. Oh, I can never learn. Oh, I can't meet people. It's hard. People beat my ass. What was that? Um, I think for me, again, I'm a, I'm a little bit of the exception, but it was letting go of everything that I had kind of learned previously, my mindset. Not so much the ego, but the way I kind of went about things. Uh-huh. Going from, you know, being, you know, absolute do or die killer in the first five seconds to 
being able to fully relax to fully appreciate the flow of how you're defending and working on specific aspects instead of thinking everything is a competition uh-huh it, it's not it's not and i found that if i go into a role with somebody i'm not i'm not competing against them we're working on different aspects of like our game plan even so though both things different we both are work towards the same goal right yeah yeah so like if i'm fighting somebody bigger than me um Yeah, if I'm finding somebody bigger and stronger than me, obviously I'm going to work on my defense a little bit more than offense. And that's natural because I'm not going to be able to overpower them or, you know, really sweep them effectively. But it gives them the opportunity to work on their offense, my defense, you know, the guard retention, uh, switching positions, everything, everything that I can work on. It's just learning to pick the best things out of the rules as they're given to me. Exactly, exactly. That's a good point, actually. You, you don't pick, you don't have the moment to, to try to think on everything that you did at the role. You're actually going to pick the best moment and the best thing that you did to work on it, right? To keep working, actually. And, and the worst thing that you do, you always save that too because you, you feel like, man, I got to work on this. I got to get better on this, right? Yeah, it's, it's all going to feel natural, you know? Exactly, exactly. And the more, the more natural you do, the better you become. That was the thing I learned from my first competition. Every part of the game plan I went into that of, yeah, I'm just going to stand up and try and submit them. Totally gone the second I got on the map there, right? <laughs> I didn't think. Everything was just adrenaline and just taking Everything it. was out of the mind. All, all, all the, the everything planes, everything. <laughs> the, the, the heart start to beat faster. You start to sweat. And then you go, okay, ready, combat. Totally different, huh? <laughs> yeah. And, and you're absolutely right. For anybody who's never competed before, at least do it once because it's it's kind of indescribable the feeling you get going onto that mat the first time. Oh, yeah. It, it's like it's a huge adrenaline rush, but at the same time, you're comfortable with it. Yeah. Well, I, f I understand what you mean. It's hard to explain that for people, right? Like, how this feeling goes until you do it you know my first tournament man when i did it my first match at my first match ever in a tournament on tire open that tournament i placed third i was so happy but my first match like my four like four arms fingers everything like my neck all my muscles everything was like so contracted and going and and and, and hard you know After the first match, I won by points. I like I I remember I won like by so much points, and then I finished the match. I was like shaking, and people like come here and start to massage my hands. I'm like, oh man, you're doing good. Plus, you know, another aspect that I, that I want to bring right now is like the friendship and 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 the support that you get from people the gym gives to you, right? Like people that I never met in my life. I, man, I couldn't even speak English properly. But I remember the people like so nice to me, talking to me, you know, I could understand what they mean, but I was already one or two minutes after fight, I was having so much pain and, and cramping and stuff. And I couldn't barely speak English. I, I remember just like not even talking to them. It just like, you know, like they massaging my hands and I'm like, oh, thanks. I just remember like saying, thank you. Thank you. And 
getting ready for the next fight, you know, because my English wasn't already so good. And when you when you're nervous on stuff, you can't you can't you can properly argue, you can properly talk, you know, it's just out of out of this world. You you cannot say anything. You just, I, my mind was just Portuguese only, Portuguese only, and nothing was going on. But talking about this support, it's amazing when uh, uh, you get to the gym, you make friends, and you create that feeling, you know, as family, as a, a really close. You want to be there. You want to support the gym. You want to be with your friends. You want to go there and train. And as you mentioned earlier, you are there to both, not both, but for everybody to, uh, like, evolve together, right? And then at those point, those guys that were with you since the beginning – you're going to be graduated together. You're going to be doing tournaments together. You're going to be all the stuff that happens is going to be pretty much the same time for you and your friend that start together. So that's create another type of feeling of friendship, brotherhood and stuff. Right. Do, do you think this is the same thing with judo? Yeah. To, to an extent. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things that made me feel comfortable going into it. The mindset, the camaraderie is the same. Everybody's there, you know, to get better. Like nobody became great by themselves. And I, I don't know who came up with that quote, but it is the truest thing to this day that I've seen. You're yeah. only as good as the people you surround yourself with and the people you train with. Exactly. Exactly. You can never you can never grow by yourself. How are you gonna how are you gonna get better on jiu-jitsu training with a dummy? <laughs> pandemics pandemics uh, uh a situation right now the, uh, unfortunately we are on it this is something that nobody would ever thought but it is like that right we would be we would be i don't think we would have any resistance or anything because the dummy actually doesn't do anything to you and you feel like man what i'm doing here when you go to the gym, you have the guy against you. You have your friend to keep pressing you, to keep pushing you forward and make things happen. And that's how we get better, right? And um, so talking about the difference between judo and jiu-jitsu. So you said that the gym it has the same type of like feeling, right? Everybody wants to be friends. You train, you evolve together. And the training, like the specifics, like what's, do you see a lot of difference? It's like a lot more pressure in jiu-jitsu or in judo or it's the same? I want to say it's kind of the same, like it's, it's the same kind of environment, but it's a different sport. Like it's just totally different, but you're in the same like building. It's so, it's almost like deja vu in a sense. Uh I feel like I've done this before, but it's not the same and it's completely different. It's okay, don't worry. <laughs> I get it, but you in in this in this type of like differences, is anything that would never happen in the judo that happened in jiu-jitsu? Um the injuries, the injuries. He's like oh, dan- yeah, like danger wise, yeah. Um that was one of the nice things I've seen. The risk of getting injured in BJJ is a lot less than judo. A lot less. It's, it's definitely much safer. And I want to say it's, uh, I wanna, 
it's a little bit uh, less of a learning curve. Like for a lot of people, they'd be able to roll on their first class. Uh huh. You know, not even close. You're not you're not doing randori. You're sparring until after you've shown that you can do your break balls. You know, for a solid uh -huh. week. So it, how so how does that work? How long does it take to to get the guy to actually do some trolls? Um. In my experience, from what I've seen in training and the new people coming in, is that they'll typically start, you know, just doing break falls, um, some basic throws, and it's typically once you're throwing somebody, it's onto a crash mat. So it's a very controlled and very uh, as safe as they can make it for an environment. Uh huh. And then eventually, eventually, after much practice of that, you'll start to get into randori, like actual live roll and for a lot of people that's where people you know decide just before that that yeah i don't want to do this bgj it's much much more gradual in that you slowly 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 you know build up but you can roll and continue to increase a little bit more each time okay so it's definitely safer right it's much safer yeah i agree much. i think uh when I when I mention this to a lot of people, I'm like, nowadays, like the first time when I did jiu-jitsu in Brazil, mm -hmm. I just got through to the gym and went there with the friends, did the warm-up technique, roll right away. Some days I used to get there, they roll right away, and I'm like, but I didn't, I never thought like, oh my God, I'm not going to do this. I always went for it. I was like, oh, roll, okay, let's go it. I didn't know what I was doing, you know. I had, like, a few classes in Brazil. Then I moved to Canada, and then I started, like, that's when, when my, my journey really, like, started. So I went there, same thing, warm-up, technique, and then roll. I was already a little bit confident because I had done jiu-jitsu before. Done jiu-jitsu before, not actually three months or whatever. Just one day here, one day there, playing at the beach, you know, like, Then I went to the gym and then I started. I had in my I had no concern in my mind of like getting injured. But long time before, I'm talking about 15 years ago, maybe even more. 19 years ago, I, I had one friend that did judo and um he started to oh, okay, let's try it, you know, let's uh come here to my place and I'll teach you some stuff. And the first thing he tried to teach me was like uh, one, one, uh, one takedown that I felt on, on the ground. And I was like, what the heck, <laughs> you know, but because, because you have those instincts of like, uh, as a boy, you know, I'd want to do everything. Oh, I'm tough or whatever. I stand up right away. And then we kept going. But I remember like the feeling after that day, I was like, man, I don't think this is something that I, I really want to do it, you know? Yeah. You, that, that first troll that he did on me, I was like, what? And okay, he was like a little bit bigger than me, you know, like that makes that makes the, the difference too. Because if yeah. I was learning with somebody more, he actually, he was another white belt. He wasn't somebody that could give me some instructions and stuff, you know? So he was like excited with something that he was doing and he wanted to show. So that was like my first uh, um, experience with judo, like with martial art. And that didn't give me more excitement to say, oh, I want to keep going, you know. 
So jujitsu in the other hand, the first time that I did it, I was brutal to, like right away to do techniques and row and do stuff. The first day I submit the guy and I submit, I, su I remember submitting him from a America. I did an Americana on him, but from inside his guard. Like I outpower him so much on that. Like not a regular technique. You just put power there and you get the guy. Maybe he just stopped because he was like, what the heck this guy is doing, you know? But that thing just blow up my mind. And I was like, holy, I like this, you know? So that the feeling just kept you going, kept you going. And here we go. Eight years later, you know, I'm still doing it, going for it. But so what would you say, Bobby, like, as a, like, I really believe you are a martial artist. Like I say that to Natsun all the time, like, man, Bobby is a, a great example, you know, a black belt, uh, a judo, now blue belt, uh, jujitsu. And um, I'm sure you have a lot of experience to share with us. And what would you say for somebody that's like, wants to try a martial art, judo or jujitsu, what would they should look for, you know? Um, I think, Go into it without really any expectations. Don't go into, you know, a dojo really of any kind. And I'll say this for judo and for jujitsu. Don't go in there with a mindset, yeah, I want to be, you know, I want to be a, a national champion or a killer by the end of this training or anything like that. It's so much more than just a martial art. It's, it's also kind of a lifestyle too. Exactly. Just go in there. Enjoy it for what it is. Enjoy the rules, enjoy the practices while we can, and just put forth the best effort because that's what everybody else is doing too. You're not going to be out of place if you're doing your best. Exactly, exactly. Good, good words. There you go, Bobista Gracie, one of <laughs> for uh, one of Cambridge BJJ students. You know, great students, been been training with us for a while, and uh, can't wait to see you back on the gym. You know, like you and all of the guys i can't wait to train like this thing is just like slowing everybody else down you know the, the pandemic is just like making us more anxious more i don't know man it's it's such a hard time for everybody but to the people out there that never trained jiu-jitsu or really want to train jiu-jitsu just keep calm you know and 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 wait this thing pass because gyms will be there i know that a lot of places had to close down but if you if you really want to do it you're gonna find something close to you and then you're gonna start your journey and uh bobby another another question is like just to to end up here what was the best thing i don't know if i asked before but what was the best thing that judo and jiu-jitsu brought to your life that you think you're gonna carry for the rest of your life and can and can make difference in other people's lives too I want to say the structure, but really, you know, the mindset of wanting to be, you know, the best version of myself I can. And that comes from being the best version of yourself you can for everybody else. Because it comes back to that team sport or that team aspect. We're only as good as the people we train with. I, I want to go into a gym and be the best version of myself I can so everybody else can get the best out of their training too. And that carries forward with every different aspect of life from school to work to, you know, being active in your community, just be the best version of yourself you can be. Exactly. That's the only expectation you can set for yourself. And 
at the end of the day, that's the most anybody can expect out of each other. Awesome. Awesome. Words from Bobby, judo, black belt, blue belt on jujitsu and just gonna i'm sure it's not the end here for jujitsu i'm sure whenever this pandemic finish we're gonna be back there training hard to accomplish you know many other goals i want to see you as black belt on judo and black belt on jujitsu i hope we can you know build this path and keep walking together to that happen i will be really happy one day if i can promote you to black belt that's that's gonna be amazing that's the dream coach that's awesome I hope uh thank you thank you very much for the you know for the time and the opportunity to to come and and do a one more episode for first impression BJJ this is something that I really enjoy and lately I've been doing a lot you know I want more people to train jiu-jitsu and more people to have the same feeling that we have when we train that that we build the confidence that we, we humble us out you know that we put the ego like aside and, and learn from from the bottom to the top and that's that's the mission of first impression bjj i really i really um want to thank you for the timing and and enjoy the rest of your day of your thank you, day thank you for having me on no problem thank you very much bobby bobby gracie bobista gracie us.